0: Hello, I'm Eric Nance with your R Weekly highlights and more from issue 2020-34, released on August 24th, 2020. This week's issue was curated by Miles McBain with the help of the R Weekly team members and contributors. Our first highlight was motivated by a few conversations on social media from R users looking for upgrade advice for their computing hardware. Jim Hester, Studio software engineer and author of many packages that integrate R with a variety of system libraries, wrote a post on his blog drawing from his extensive experience on using multiple operating systems that compares the benefits and disadvantages for using R on Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. His advice is that in general, Mac OS or Linux offer a better experience overall than using R on Windows. A key feature for both Mac OS X and Linux is the ability to leverage compilers for C, C++, and Fortran, among others, that are typically already included in the base installation of the OS. On Windows, users need to download R tools in order to compile R packages from their source version. In addition, dealing with string encoding is not a smooth experience on Windows, but it is not an issue for operating systems like macOS and Linux, since they support UTF-8, which has been the standard for most string encoding. Choosing computer hardware and software can be a complicated choice, but for our users, Jim's post gives you excellent points to consider if you're in that situation. Moving on to our next highlight. Since 2016, the Australian Department of Education and Training has collected annual data on the costs associated with teaching and scholarships among Australian public universities. A report released in 2019 by Deloitte Access Economics included various statistical summaries and visualizations that have generated a fair bit of controversy in light of proposed changes in funding of higher education in the nation. One of the visualizations attempts to illustrate a negative correlation between the average number of students per subject and the cost to the university per student with what looks like to be an ordinary least squares regression analysis. Peter Ellis, a statistician and data scientist, wrote a post on his blog, Free Range Statistics, that summarized the criticisms this particular analysis received on social media and how he created simulated data that approximated the relationships shown in the ordinary least squares analysis. The post has example code leveraging the mass and ggplot2 packages to implement a robust linear regression on the simulated data, as well as log transformations on the variables to examine the impact of key model assumptions. Peter emphasizes the importance of depicting uncertainty in statistical models, as one of the fundamentals in statistics is that no model is truly correct and that variability should not be ignored. Rounding out today's highlights, the SIM study R package created by Keith Goldfield provides a step-by-step approach to allow the user to generate simulated data and tailor the characteristics to match experiment designs, correlation structures, and more. While the package has support for most statistical distributions, at the moment there is not a general interface for the generation of data from a truncated distribution, which is essentially a probability distribution with upper and lower limits of the possible values. In response to a researcher's question, Keith wrote a post on his blog, called R-Data Generation, with a detailed overview of how the cumulative distribution function, or CDF for short, of a probability distribution evaluated at the lower and upper values of the desired range can be combined with the versatile uniform distribution to facilitate a truncated distribution, without the user having to manually post-process a set of generated data from a distribution to remove values outside of the range. Keith shares example code based on the normal and gamma distributions, along with the visualizations of the data to confirm the truncated results. Keith concludes that there will be a future update to SimStudy study to include this feature. Those are your R Weekly Highlights for today. Many excellent tutorials and resources are part of Issue 34 such as new approaches to plot scaling, a new package for physics simulation, and much more. You can find the entire issue at rweekly.org, which also contains helpful resources for how to post your content to be included in future issues. Plus, if you're interested in getting a first-hand look at the process of curating an issue, please check out my video demonstration on the R Weekly YouTube channel, which will be linked in the show notes. This podcast is also now part of Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and it should be available in other podcatching mediums such as po- Pocket Casts if you're interested in finding it there. Have a great week and we'll be back with another batch of highlights next week.